When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, Bulls Nation? Welcome Whee! in to CHGO Bulls Postgame. Presented to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download their app and use Whee! promo code CHGO when you do. Woo! Duh. Yeah. I'm Pat. You can follow me at Bulls underscore Pack on Twitter. This is my guy, Big Dave. He is at Bow B-A-W-L Sports. <laughs> That's Joey with the backup vocals. He is at Joey Spathis. <laughs> Joseph. And uh, our guy, Willie Gogali, will be joining us from the United Center later yeah. on in tonight's post-game show. Listen for that sound. That means... <laughs> Bulls win! ...is on the way. The Bulls do win, Joseph. Mm. 121 to 112. And who didn't see that coming? Mm. Of course the Bulls won this game. Of course. Of course they do. Every time you think this team is broken and stupid and pointless and I hate them... Yes. They go out and do something like wi- winning... Against the hottest team in the NBA. Yes. The fully healthy Brooklyn Nets. Yes. Handled them. Handled them. It's what six and one against the top teams in the East is the Chicago Milwaukee, Bulls team. Boston, Brooklyn. Six, six and one against those and three teams. One is insanity. What the hell are we doing here, Harry? Man, dude. But they needed it. I'll tell you this. They, they needed that victory after what they just went through with Cleveland. In both of those games, they needed a victory. And to do it against Brooklyn, who had won, what, 13, 12, 13 in a row? 12 in a row. They, Yeah, you needed to get this against them. And you know they wanted to come in and win this game, like we talked about in pregame after um, the Bulls gave it to them on their home floor back in November. You know they wanted to come in and get this win. Bulls would not let them. Six Was it six players in double figures? Your entire starting five in double figures? How awesome of a stat is that, ladies and gents? And so, of course, you know, if they won, that means they shot 40% from three. <laughs> yes, they did. Eight of 20 right on the damn dot. not a lot. 40%. Not a lot of makes. Not a lot of makes at all. It is 40%, though. But it counts. Cling! Put it on the stats. It counts. They're 40% from three. They're on point, man. But the player who carried them, man, the one who carried them was the one who's never carried them yet. But we wanted him to carry we want him to have this and to carry it on. I know me and Matt damn sure do, and that is Patrick Williams. Yes, Joseph. Yeah. I mean, that that's big. We were sitting here in pregame talking about Pat's response at morning shoot-around today of that key, you know, goof-up he had not boxing out Mitchell on, yes, the lane violation, but yeah. violation or not, he didn't box out Donovan Mitchell, and Bulls fans were jumping down Pat's throat last night yeah. or, or Monday night, and to a point, I think rightfully so. This is a heck of a way to respond yeah. because we've also seen in some of these recent games, like that game where the Bulls started with just three Patrick Williams buckets out of the gate, yeah. two, four, six points, all Pat, yeah. and then he finished the game with like nine, yeah. right? Yeah. This, right when he uh, got his uh, ninth and tenth points of the game yeah. early in his first quarter, I was like, oh my God, Pat's got ten points. What did I say to you? He's going to finish the game with 10 points. No. Credit to Pat, who stayed aggressive all night long and finished with 22. A season 22. high 22. 22. And, and on a night when the Bulls finally cut that shit out of letting their opponent get two chances to score every time down the floor. And I believe, last I checked late in the game, they had only surrendered five second-chance points to awesome. the Nets on five offensive rebounds. Awesome. Pat... Seven defensive rebounds. Wow. More of that, Pat, but More. nice game from him tonight. And also tried to end the life of a Nets player by going up and trying to dunk all Whew. over him. Whew. Tried to end his days right there. He did that, ladies and gentlemen. It was a special thing to see. But, yeah, man, I, I enjoyed the way he played. Even the first he, – he got – it's like he got off to a nice rhythm, you know what I'm saying, from the three-point line, mm-hmm. three or four from three. Uh, he got to that nice rhythm from there. And from that point on – we saw him get into the bucket. We saw him cutting 
which is something I've watched him do his rookie season, which I thought he was solid at, that he just for some reason stopped doing. We saw him cutting to the basket a little bit more. I saw him using his speed uh, to get down the floor. That was a pass that DeMar DeRozan was trying to throw to him where he actually ran the floor perfectly on a perfect angle, but it just went, he tried, but it went off the foot of one of the Nets players. That would have been brilliant, easy to for uh, Patrick Williams, man. But I just really enjoyed the way he played. And at the same time, he's guarding Kevin Durant on top of this. And Durant is doing Kevin Durant things. What do you have, 44, if I'm not mistaken? But he yeah. did in special things, man. So he did the best he could. And, and that's the only thing you can do against great players like that is try to match them. If he's going right. to have 40-something, all right, well, try to get 30. Right. That's all you could do. And so getting that 22 and 7 and going to the free throw line, ladies and gents, 7 of 7 from the free throw line. Did that match his career total of free throw attempts? <laughs> I'm going to look that up because you might be right. Damn. But, man, dude, that is huge for a team that only gets it from one person. And that's DeMar. They don't yeah. call it for Zach Levine. They don't give him that. So to get it from Patrick Williams is awesome. That is good stuff. And I hope that continues going forward for real. Uh Bull don't lie asking, is this the night it finally clicks for Pat? Will he stay aggressive all game from now on? Let's hope so. Let's hope so. Yeah, I mean, I I, I have no faith based on history mm -hmm. to believe that all of a sudden this means that Pat's going to start being more aggressive and playing out of his mind. But, it, I mean, we haven't seen this kind of balance from the Bulls offensively a lot this season. True. Occasionally it'll happen, and when it does happen – the Bulls win yeah. when their offense is balanced and Pat plays a bigger role yeah. and Io plays a bigger role and the bench plays a bigger role. Balanced offense leads to wins more so than DeMar and Zach going my turn, your turn, my turn, your turn. Right. right. And, and look, I mean, DeMar still was king in the fourth down the stretch of that game, mm -hmm. hitting some tough pull-up mid-range shots the ways that DeMar does. Right. But the Bulls built that lead and protected that lead with balance offensively. Absolutely right, man. And, and real quick, Patrick Williams only had, what, eight shot attempts? which was it, So to get 22 on eight shot attempts is, is really, really down solid. Yeah. But, yeah, you mentioned the balance. And as, us, as we talked about earlier, the six players in double figures, you saw how it went. It, it started with Patrick, and then DeMar would get his. And then it was like, oh, yeah, Vooch is the biggest person on the floor. How about we get the ball inside to him and let him do some things? So they got him the basketball. Um, then Zach Levine tried to contribute where he where he could because he didn't really have it tonight. I will say the one three that he hit tonight. Guess what it was, ladies and gentlemen? A catch and shoot. Ah! It's not not that hard. It's not that hard. Not that hard. It's not that hard at all. But he contributed where he could. Um, also having the five rebounds and the four assists and two blocks for Zach Levine as well. So. He tried to contribute where he could because I thought that's the other place they, they wanted, Matt, was on the defensive end. And, you know, the Bulls are awesome when they can get those steals or blocks and get to out running in transition. Uh, we saw Ayo DeSumo uh, do that uh, late, late in the game, man, with a huge transition bucket right. after getting that steal. We saw it after he missed the layup. And they come back down, and they score at the two. He went right back down the floor, got a bucket. Mm -hmm. Then we saw him come down and get a steal on, on Curry and went and got a bucket on that. So – yeah, like it was a team victory for the Bulls, and that feels good to say, honestly. Like it's not just one-sided. Everybody put in on this, man. <laughs> Everybody put in on this, and it worked out well. Uh, flip side, Bulls brought Kyrie back down to his flat earth. Hey. I will never not enjoy people making fun of Kyrie for being a flat earther. <laughs> Freaking moron. Uh, meanwhile, Manuel with the Super Chat saying, so we – Back? Question mark. Bulls I'm a little hype. Question mark. I love the Bulls. Shout out to Manuel, who's always an optimist in the always, comments. Man. Shout out Every to Bulls, Bulls W means we're back. <laughs> we're back. Uh, another quasi storyline, and it's funny. Like Stacy and Adam were talking about it on the broadcast because they got called out by NBA refs on Twitter earlier today after the embarrassment that was those two games against the Cavs. Embarrassment, uh, you know, by uh, by NBA officials. Be ashamed of yourself. Um, Ricky in the comments saying, so we can beat teams when the refs aren't, wait, eggplant bicycle? Dick riding. Ah, ah thank you, Joseph. young Joseph. Joseph. I was trying to, youth, I mean, I know what the eggplant emoji. Yeah, you youth, why the youth pays means. off a couple times here for me. That's right. The youth pays off a couple times here for him. He is absolutely correct. 
he is absolutely right. No, you know what? I'm going to stick with the uh, refs weren't eggplant bicycles tonight. <laughs> I think that. <laughs> uh, and, and look, the Bulls did have the edge in free throw attempts tonight, 29 to 21. Yes. There was that one ridiculous tee that they gave to Dragic, who just looked at a ref after getting fouled and not getting a call on it. Yeah. And the ref was like, oh, how dare you look at me, sir? Yeah. Here's you, a tee. You saw a couple of those fouls that were not fouls that the Bulls got. And I guarantee you, though, that was a little bit of Hazard Father right there. That was, mm. that was a little, we looking out for you. Because a couple of them, I'm like, those are not fouls. <laughs> like, what do y'all call it right here? But I get why you're doing it. You know, the flagrant foul for DeMar DeRozan. Whacked. Smacked the Whacked shit him. out of Ben Simmons across the face. Damn. I mean, sm- it wasn't even close. He smacked him, bro. Smacked him in the head. Smacked him right across <laughs> the head. Smacked. <laughs> Smack him in the head. <laughs> okay, so verbal abuse? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he had no issue, dog. And he hit him like that. And the ref was just like, oh, no, that's regular. Yeah. Regular fan. You saw Jacques Vaughn on the sideline like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about, dude? Like, no, that was a definitely flagrant foul. They didn't call it. Bulls got one of those calls tonight. But, yeah, all around just a really solid game. I mean, even Derrick Jones Jr., also contributed very well off the bench for the Bulls mm-hmm. uh, with his eight points. Uh, Dragic was definitely uh, uh, out there doing his thing, six assists for him. So, yeah, everybody got in and did what they were supposed to do. And Kobe White in the fourth quarter hitting that yeah. big three as well Huge. for him, man. So, yeah, everybody really contributed and did what they're supposed to do. And it's just awesome to see, man. I'm just excited looking at these rebounds. Look at it. DeRozan with seven. Patrick Williams with seven. Uh, Vucevic with 13. Zach had five. And Desumu had seven. Like, dude, that's how it should be. You're supposed to be rebounding by committee out here. We know Vooch is going to get his 13. That's mm-hmm. going to happen. What's everybody else doing? This is why we always get mad at Patrick Williams when he's got two rebounds. Like, yeah. no, bro, we need you to get rebounds. It's not that we know that you're big enough to, to get them. We need you to get them, man. And he was aggressive, like you were saying tonight. It was great. Yes, just a team love is what I got for everybody. Just a lot of love for the entire team. They played well. Uh, they did. I mean, it, it, it's a heck of a response after two brutal losses. Yeah, man. The way that they lost those two games to the Cavs. Tough. Um, Tough work. <laughs> Let's let's talk about Vooch for a second, shall we? Sure, absolutely. Because I mean, you mentioned his rebounding just now, but also part of that Bulls balanced offense, 21 points on a very efficient 8 of 12. Those who don't believe in Vooch's three-point shooting might like seeing that he was only one of three. There you go. Three-point line today. Uh-huh. You like so that? That means his work that he was getting done inside, he was seven of nine. Um Look, I and like I, I noticed Stacey King, our guy, yet again tonight at game. one point. The Bulls had a kick out for an open three. I can't remember if it was Kobe or Io, but it was somebody. Uh, I think it was Kobe because it was like, yeah, no, that's the right shot. Okay. And he was like, oh, you got to get it into Vooch. Um, I think sometimes Stacey's a little too obsessed with that. However, tonight, Vooch went to work in the post. Yeah. It needs to be a part of the offense. It doesn't need to be run through Vooch in the post. You don't need to hammer it to Vooch in the post every other time down the floor. But when that part of the Bulls' offense is working, this team is so much more lethal. No question about it. It gives you an inside game, which frees up the outside game. It's simple math. Like, when a guy is out there dominating in the paint, guess what? Teams are going to start collapsing on him. Who's good at passing out of those situations is Nikola Vucevic, finding the open man. He's great at that. That's what he does very, very well, which is why I want more shooters, which is why I want more catch and shoot from Zachary Levine. So even when people talk about Zach Levine coming off screens, they don't have to be that. He don't have to run off screens all day. It could be Vooch dominating in the post and teams doubling up on him, him finding him for the wide open three. Cash money is an army, better yet a Navy. Mm. He can do those things, man. <laughs> so, yeah, man, like Vooch was awesome. Like, And I love the early recognition of it, though, Matt, with them not discovering late, like, oh, man, we need to get him to basketball. Like, no, as soon as things started to get a kind of a lull going, and they started uh, dwindling. The lead started kind of, you know, dwindling, going down a little bit. And they're like, mm, nope, ball inside. Right. And it started with a pass from DeMar DeRose. This was in the second quarter. A pass from him inside to Vooch. And I was like, that's a really tough angle to throw that pass. But then I saw it was a tiny person on him. I was like, oh, that's why he threw that pass in there. He was like, we're getting it into Vooch. That's what we're going to do. You got to get the big man involved, man. And I'm glad they're finally coming around to that realization and it just, I just want it to be more consistent, more consistent. And you're right. It doesn't have to be all the time, like, like uh, Stacey is stating. 
Uh, but it just does have to be more consistent. It can't just be three plays and then we're like, all right, we're done. Right. Um, on that one kickout play that Stacy had an issue with, uh, Mark, our guy, Mark K in the comments saying, correcting me, it wasn't Kobe or Pat. It was or Kobe or Iowa. It was Pat. It was a dead open Pat corner three. I threw my phone through the wall when he started crying about it. Uh, yeah, no, that was the right play. I, I think there is still that part of the older generation of NBA players, guys that we watched growing up when we were kids, mm-hmm. Stacy, Kendall, Will, who when they see a guy pass up a potential shot at the rim for a shot outside behind the three-point line, mm-hmm. it breaks their brain. Yeah. Because like, that's not the game that they played. Sure. Because you see easy. Right. You see easy, too. These are easy two points. Uh, and it's about getting the buckets. What's the best bucket you can get? And in today's NBA, it's, it's the three-pointer. They, they feel that's the best bucket. Difference is, though, with his team, they don't shoot threes well. Yeah. <laughs> so I can understand why Stacey feels like that. They don't shoot threes well at all. So he's like, well, this dude does that good. <laughs> like, why would you not keep doing that good and go do what they do okay? Yeah. I, I completely get that, like, for real. But it's hard to, for him to pass up somebody that wide open. And knowing how Pat was cooking – as well. I don't mind him getting a, a shot, you know what I'm saying, like that. Right. We saw Io uh, wide open on that baseline three. We thought he was going to hit that clutch one, and we all freaked out when it just rimmed out of there, man. We really wanted that for him. But, yeah, so I get it, man, but it all has to go into Vooch, though, man. You have to do it. Just please continue to do it. And, again, I know the Nets are un- don't have a lot of size. I get that. Claxton is pretty much their only size down there. But I, I feel all that. But Vooch is good not just against people he's bigger than. Yeah. <laughs> he's good against whatever center you're throwing out there because this is how you become an all-star, multiple-time all-star. Right. How you get contracts is because you're good at basketball. So, yeah, I just, I just wanted to be more consistent. I, that's all I want to stress. Uh, real quick before we take our first break here, both Cosmic Keys and Niles in the comments giving some credit to Io yeah. for that chase down block Woo! on Kevin Durant. Pretty. Holy smokes. I want a that picture. That was gorgeous. I hope somebody got a photo of that, man. We got to bring that to the Louvre also. Yes. You guys, coming to the Hello, Louvre. Louvre manager. I have something for you to hang. Dave said he wants the warden graphic for Io. I don't have it yet, but we do have. <laughs> uh, careful, Kyrie. You might fall off the edge. Dumbass. Joey, Joey is really, fool. really don't like Kyrie at all. So I had Joey, to no. Man. Thank you. You and I are like mind in that department. We had our Kyrie conversation on this show oh, earlier man. this season when he was Joey's saying ready. some things. Joey is ready, bro. Joey, uh, ready. love that. What a gorgeous flat Earth that is. That is pretty damn gorgeous flat Earth. Sir. Kyrie can sail off the edge for all I care. Um, <laughs> yeah, but back to Io. Mm-hmm. Just like speaking of the Bulls starting five, having a very well-rounded and effective game together, 17 from Io. Yeah. He's been kind of struggling offensively a little bit recently. Yeah. He, he takes those opportunities to get an easy layup and transition. I mean, I say easy because he makes it look easy. He it's does. actually incredibly difficult. Yeah. But when he just has those burst of speed moments and goes, but everything other than that recently as far as the Bulls offense, I was just sort of seemed a little out of the flow, out of sync, out of rhythm. But tonight he was very much in rhythm with this Bulls team offensively and what they were doing. And as you were talking about earlier, also was one of those guys chipping in on the boards. Yeah, no, no, that's a great point. Gang rebound. That's a great point, man. Like, he's finding where he belongs and where he fits, you know, within that starting lineup. And just being out there on the floor. He And I I mentioned this a few weeks back because it seems like he discovered, okay, there's a lull going. I got the ball. I can go get to the bucket anytime I want to because I'm, I'm one of the fastest people on the court. Let me go ahead and catch these teams sleeping and get to the bucket and get an easy two. And it's really hard to stop him when he gets to the bucket for his layup. He's got really awesome layup, man. Um, yeah, he, he did well. Like, he really is discovering that. And I like that when players start discovering go-to moves. You know, that's a go-to move now for him. He's get oh, no, team slacking. They just went on a 6-0 run. They feeling themselves after that three. I'm down the floor. Layup. All right, we good. So, yeah, he and then then immediately playing defense right after that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You taking the ball out the net, he's right there in your ass because he's the warden. So he's trying to lock you up. So I really like that he's finding himself, you know, as a player. The only thing, we he got to get that three more consistent because then he'll be back-breaking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? After that, he'll be clutch guy. He starts getting that done. Uh, I, I don't know how you feel about this, but do you want to see that kind of pick-and-roll 
game he has with Vooch in the post, like kind of close to the basket, mm-hmm. where he runs that little pick and roll, hits him with that little bounce yeah, pass. Yeah, little bounce pass. Yeah. I, I haven't seen that a lot more. No, man. no. And it's good. It works. Yeah. I feel like when we've seen that this season, it's very effective. Yeah. And it also, I think, is great practice for Io, who at some point down the road, maybe the not-too-distant road, might be this team's, like, legit, for real, for real starting point guard. I mean, it might be a thing, y'all. This team needs a legitimate starting point guard. And you know who he rolls Figuring with. out whether or not Io is that guy would be a good thing to do. He rolls with CHGO, just in case you want to know guy. gentlemen. We're going to go eat some baguettes with him in Paris. He's our, oh. he's our guy-o. Hey. Try, trying to get that one to catch on. But I'm... Tss. Good effort. That was a, that was a heavy sigh. I'll, 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 <laughs> I'll allow the effort. I'll allow the effort. All right, we got to take our first break here. While we're reading some ads for y'all, do us a favor. Hit that thumbs up button if you're watching with us on YouTube. We appreciate it. I see it, Joey. Io's our guy, yo. I see it. I see it. Io, he's our Io. No, I saw the graphic. I saw the Io's our guy. He's our guy. I see it. I see it. All right. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No worries. <laughs> it's a new year, but it's the same nonstop NBA action at DraftKings Sportsbook, Sportsbook, an official betting partner of the NBA, our official betting partner at CHGO. And if you're signing up new to DraftKings, you can place any $5 NBA Moneyline bet and get $200 Woo. in free bets if your team wins with promo code CHGO. $200 from a $5 Moneyline bet. Mm. That's unbelievably awesome value mm. plus everyone can take a shot at scoring even bigger payouts mm. with the DraftKings same game parlays just combine multiple bets from the same matchup like who will win total points scored how many times Grayson Allen's gonna be a douchebag whatever you want throw them into one parlay bet and win big I heard you hit a buzzer beater tonight so yeah oh, yeah man. an OT of that Bucks game uh-huh. uh just remember to use that promo code CHGO when you sign up. And our DraftKings king of the game, gentlemen. Who shall it be? I believe it's a first-timer. It's a first-timer. Hey. Patrick Williams. Patrick Williams. Sir, Patrick Williams. Yes, welcome, sir. We have been Dude. waiting you. We've been I mean, waiting his. Tied for the team, team high in points scored. Yes. Did work on the glass. Did his best against Kevin Durant. And look, you know, I think you mentioned it earlier in, in, in postgame. Day. Like, yeah, Durant dropped 44 tonight on ridiculousness. Uh, 15 of 22. Yeah. 5 of 10 from 3. 9 of 9 from the free throw line. And even still, you're like, yeah, well, Pat had some good defensive possessions again. Yeah. There was one time down where Kevin Durant just dribbled through the entire defense, took, like hit a ridiculous step back mid-range jump, jump, jump shot with like three Bulls defenders in his yes. face. Yes. And I said to you, that dude is a cheat code. Yeah. like And, you, and I remember because he was, you were like, yeah, yeah, good defense, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> right? Right? <laughs> like, this dude is a cheat code. Like, it's nothing you can do about it. Like, he's one of those players you just shake your head at. Yeah. You're like, all right. <laughs> you know, like, nothing you can do, man. You're not even mad. You're just like, wow, this dude is great. That's why they call him the Slim Reaper, man. Slim Reaper, man. That dude is death. Yo, <laughs> you know, I was just laughing at when Joey played that horn. I was like, that was like the officials making a late call. <laughs> yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> That's what it felt like. That's what I was 70 seconds at. later. <laughs> we are calling a foul. May I have your attention, please? <laughs> Unroll a big ass scroll right. that rolls along the floor. <laughs> <clears throat> Kevin Durant will be shooting too. To we humbly lines, request your presence and attention at this late whistle. Thank you and good day. <laughs> Technical foul for the guy looking at me in the corner. T for you. <laughs> T for you, sir. NBA refs are wild in the season. They are wilding um, out. But. That is a shout-out and a howdy-do congrats to Patrick Williams, our DraftKings right. king of the game. Promo yeah. code CHGO at DraftKings Sportsbook. That's what it is. Matt Peck? Yeah. What time is it? Game time! Who? Uh, see that? Everybody embodies it more than that. He feels that. <laughs> see what I mean? He really feels that. He gets, that's a positive hat throw. He does a, that's a positive that's a, hat I'm throw all there. jacked up on Mountain Dew hat Yes, throw. it is, you man. Haven't had any Mountain Dew. Oh, man. And you could be jacked up at the game, too, and save you some money because you get these game time tech ads that how this new ticket in sight. <laughs> that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports, concerts, and shows. Have you ever dreamed of sitting in that seat you thought you never could? 50 yard line, court tab, behind on play, flush seats to the concert. It's possible with the game time app. The biggest last-minute price drops can be found on the seats you thought you could never, ever buy. 
you won't find a better deal this season to go see the beloved Chicago Bulls. Created by the fans and for the fans, just like here at CHGO. And Game Time guarantees you, your pretty little self, the lowest price out there. So, if you love CHGO. And we know that you do, because uh-huh. Joey is busy. <laughs> You'll love Game Time. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description. And that is after, or even before, you hit that thumbs up and show us that love right there. Let's get them likes going up, guys. Hit them likes up there. And join the 15 million people who have downloaded the Game Time app and score the best seats to all your favorite events. Because Joseph Spathis, what time is it, sir? Game Time. Who? Yes. 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 Well done, sir. He said, "Welcome to your line of free throwing." Um. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, our guy Mark in the comment just says, "Sometimes I wonder why I'm friends with these guys." Yeah. (laughs) It's no mystery, Mark. We're we're delightful as hell. Yeah, yeah, and pretty you damn know awesome. it. I'm, I'm trying to make a warden graphic. There's not really like yeah, a you typical. Know, like I say, I don't need it. I'm tonight, just saying, there's tip, not really a typical like outfit that a warden well, wears. So it's just kind of like a. Take, it's kind of just like a, a suit. The first thing I think of when I think of the word or hear the word warden is the warden from Shawshank. Correct. But I don't necessarily like that fit as no. like Io's nick defensive nickname because that dude sucks. Correct. And he loses at the end. Mm-hmm. What I'm thinking of when I think of Warden is usually a guy in the suit, but he's got the cowboy hat, right. and he's also got the toothpick there, you okay. know what I'm saying, as well. So you can be that, you know what I'm saying, kind of Warden also. Oh, like the, you know, the guy from the Longest Yard remake. Yeah. You know, more of a Southern vibe yeah, see, was more, That's what I think of when I think of Warden. Yeah, that makes sense. Or if sense. you want to go get some inspiration, Joe, you can go back to <laughs> oh, the Josh just said, from the, the Longest Yard. Old. Yes. Thank you. You can well, go to the I go extra to? old... Uh, Eddie Murphy movie from 48 Hours when he had the cowboy hat on oh, with the wow. toothpick yeah. and said it's a new sheriff in town. You can go to that one and get some inspiration too, man. But yeah, usually a cowboy hat is how I see it. With yeah, a nice I'm going to figure on. it out. Like I, I know, with, the big, with the big set of keys. Yeah, yeah, I trust you. I trust you, Joey. I know you're going to do something dope, man. I ain't worried about it, baby. Warden! Lock him up! <laughs> clank, clank! That's what he do. I can assume move, baby. The clank, water. clank, clank, clank is great. Clank, clank! <laughs> That's what he do. That's what, tr- what, the, uh, what the trolley do also. <laughs> Isn't that right, Joe? Um, all right, y'all. Before, I know we got some super chats. We'll get to those coming up in just a minute. But I also wanted to give a shout-out to Derek Jones Jr., who I mm. thought gave the Bulls really solid minutes off the bench tonight. He only played 13, but like he was a perfect 3 of 3, including some difficult finishes on a couple of lobs from his old pal, you know, Goran Dragic. Yes. I mean, just... Had a positive impact on the game, made a couple of heads up plays on the defensive end, mm-hmm. and just gave the Bulls some timely buckets when they were just kind of protecting a narrow lead there in the in the yeah. middle of the game, the second quarter and the third quarter. Oh, uh, the timely buckets and the solid defense because that block he had Ooh. was just absolutely Ooh. ridiculous and dumb. Uh, I thought he would get more time tonight. Uh, one because the Nets play small, yeah, but two because you know I don't think Drummond is fully ready. You know, even though they said he's probable. I get it, uh, but I didn't think he was going to play tonight just by, based off of how he looked. I think they're saving him, you know, for that. I thought they were going to save him for the Philly game and mm. for the Utah game where you're definitely going to need some big men uh, in that one. And it worked out that way uh, for them. But, yeah, man, he caused some difficult lobs uh, from uh, Dragic, who threw him one one bad lob. That's only bad when I saw it. It was just real slow, you know what I'm saying? And Derek was already, like, in flight mode when, he, when they – when he was thinking about throwing it. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, I'm already up here. <laughs> Guys, no? All right. But I thought he played great. I really did. Uh, even in, what, 12 minutes, uh, like you said, the eight points and the two rebounds and the block. But he was solid, man. Got a nice am one at the line as well on one of those alley-oops. Finished with the right hand and the left hand as well on that. That's not easy to do on those on those oops, man, when you're being guarded like that. So, I know, Derrick Jones Jr., and, it, and I like the fact, Matt, that he has kind of played himself into the good graces of Billy Donovan. Because all I think about is when he first got here and how he wasn't playing at all. Mm-hmm. And we couldn't understand why. <laughs> like, right. We were like, yeah. why isn't Derrick Jones Jr. playing? It didn't make it. But now it's like it's, it's just common, you know what I'm saying, to see him out there now. And that's great to see. It is. Um, and it's interesting. You know, we were talking about Drummond in our pregame injury report, you know, uh, rundown. And it, uh, it sounds 
per Billy Donovan, I think I saw this from Casey uh, on Twitter, and maybe we can get Will's uh, further context when he joins us in a little bit. Drummond was active, as we said, in pregame. It yeah. wasn't a mistake, and he wasn't out with an injury tonight with that shoulder. It was a DNP. Mm-hmm. Billy said he was going with matchups, and that's why Drummond didn't play tonight. But, I mean, Derek Jones Jr. gave that team good minutes. Yeah, yeah. no, giving Drummond extra time is a good thing. Yeah. It's not a bad thing, man, because, again, they're going to need him in these next two games for sure. Uh, all right, Joe, I know we got a few more uh, Super Chats we haven't gotten to yet. What uh, What's going on in Super Chat land? Super Chat land! AK, the biggest fan, says, in AK. three days, Bulls went from tears of agony to tears of joy. Streak Buster Bulls get a win. Boom. Thanks for always hanging Heart out. Heart attack of relief, baby. AK, AK also said, do we think both Zach and DeMar are willing to play this style of team basketball as an identity, the balance shots, defensive rotations, boxing out, controlling tempo, taking advantage of mismatch? That's a really good question, that AK. That is a good question. Because yeah. uh, I think they put it up there on the broadcast. It was like early, mid-fourth quarter, and Zach nor DeMar had scored yet in the second half at all. Mm. And it's like, okay, well, if the Bulls have nights where they can get enough offensive production for a quarter or for a quarter and a half Mm -hmm. without either of those guys being the ones putting the ball in the basket, great. Because that means your team has more options. I don't know if either of them have an issue with this kind of balance. Mm -hmm. My guess would be if it ends in a win, then there is no issue. Boom. If it's, okay, DeMar took the last shot, or maybe she's actually taking the last shot, and it's a loss, mm-hmm. as we've talked about the previous two post games, then is when you start getting into dicey situations. Um, you know, and, oh, does, does Zach question his role on this team? Is DeMar too selfish with yeah. the ball late in the game? Yeah. If it's wins, it's wins. Yeah. That's what they're about. Those two guys are, want to win, period, and point blank. And also, Matt, I think it has to be visual to them. And what, what I mean by that is they have to see that somebody else has it going like that. Like tonight, they saw Patrick Williams had it going. So it was okay for them to kind of fall back a little bit. You saw DeMar picking spots a little bit differently. Uh, he was like, no, 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 I'll take these spots here. No, this is why I usually do it towards the end of the third. Okay, we're ready to do it in the fourth. Here I go. Um, and you saw just uh, Zach kind of just chill completely, which was fine. You know what I mean? I'm not saying it like he was just like, I don't care. No, he was He was like, he read the game. He saw what was mm-hmm. going on and tried to impact it in other ways, which is always awesome. Um, but I think that's what they have to do. Like, And when I say that, I mean they have to look up at the scoreboard and see that they're winning and then see that there's a guy scoring, and so it's okay. Because if the game is close – and the guys, you know what I'm saying, even though the ball might be moving, the tempo might be nice, the rhythm might be cool, if it's a two-point game, their instinct is, okay, we got to get these, we gotta get this lead up, give me the damn ball. Mm-hmm. That's going to be the instinct. Um, so I think we're going to watch for that instead. Uh, but, yeah, they, they want to win, dog. Like, they want to win. They got to have these Ws. They know what this losing feels like, and we all do too. It don't feel damn good at all. So getting a W, even though you didn't have all the shots you wanted and all the points, yada, 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 it don't matter, man. They trying to get these Ws. That is indeed uh, accurate. Um, do we have any other uh, Super Chats, Joe? That we yes, haven't to yes we do. We do. Adzi says, huge fan from Australia. Love hey, that. What up, Adzi? What's up, mate? Was in Chicago last year and saw us get smacked at home against the Nets and the Warriors. Refreshing to... To see us win against the elite. Yes, it is. You'll have to come back for another visit sometime. Yeah, come back with Mark. Try again. Yeah. Come say hi to us while you're at it. Uh, I also saw Adzi asked an interesting question uh, in a different comment saying, Can we carry this form into Philly and finally beat that arrogant (laughs) behemoth of Joel Embiid? Arrogant behemoth is kind of rough. That is rough. He is a behemoth. He's a large man. If he's arrogant, he's earned it. Yeah. <laughs> Tell you what. Your NBA December player of the month. Scored 50 pretty, twice. Pretty sure he averaged 39, 14, and 5 yeah, in December. Something like that. The man like, is dumb. He scored 50 twice this season, dog. He had 59. Like, come on, man. Like, no. The dude is special, all right? And he's never lost. So, of course, you would be arrogant if you never lost. You ain't lost the game to the Bulls. I'd be arrogant, too. So, We'll see if that trend continues, but you mentioned that maybe he doesn't even play in that game because he set out uh, the most recent game mm-hmm. uh, for them, so maybe he's not out there. But whether he's been out there or not, as long as he's been on Philadelphia, 
they have beaten the Chicago Bulls. So they I hope they carry that in to this next game, man. And I hope they know this, honestly. I hope they know that he has never lost against them. I hope they keep that in mind, same way I, I put in mind Zach Levine that he had never won four games in a row. I hope they're putting that in his mind. They got that shit out of the way the first four games of the season, all right? So I want that in their mind, that they've never beaten this team, and they got to have this win because it's time to make up mm. for some of those terrible, terrible losses, man. They still got time to get there. Yeah, Um Speaking of, McBaconator, our guy with the Super Chat, saying, uh, I would just like to say I hate, hate this team, <laughs> which I assume is McBaconator being absolutely enraged and befuddled. Yes, he said this furious. right at the beginning. He said this right at the beginning. About yet another game where the Bulls beat one of the best teams in the East, 6-1, and one, as we mentioned at the top of postgame, and yet have all these losses to sub-500 teams, yeah. have bad losses in winnable games, yes. uh, including a couple of those against the Cavs recently. Yes. It is infuriating. Like, I think a lot of people came into tonight being like, well, of course they're going to beat the Nets because right. this team is circling the drain yeah. and nothing makes sense yeah. and everybody's mad at everything. So, of course, they're going to beat the Nets. Yeah. It's, it's wildly frustrating. <laughs> and I don't have an answer. Do you have an answer? No, I don't. I don't have an answer at all. Cool. I just need them to get more and more of these wins and get these W's, man. And the Nets, they match up well against because the Bulls are a small ball team. Yeah. So they match up well against that kind of squad. But, man, dude, they, they've got to just string them together. Maybe the answer is let's just, you know, play these top teams in the East a little bit more and see if we get more W's against them. Because, like we said, like I said a couple of days ago, they got the second – uh, hardest they got the second easiest schedule yeah. uh, in the league going forward now and I don't know if that's a good thing or bad thing I have no idea but hopefully we see more Charlottes and I see more Detroits on the schedule and that would make me feel a little bit better because they can get those W's there or can they or can, they can beat those teams uh, notice I didn't say Orlando right yeah <laughs> notice I didn't mm, say Atlanta no, I don't want to say those teams that's, that's too tricky that's too tricky um, man the one Rockets. more super chat here from Hayes I'll let you guys read that one Hayes Watkins saying uh this team is as confusing as the pizzazz is scalding hot <laughs> that is true that is very true I don't touch it if this Bulls season were a pizza cooker uh-huh. I would have Third degree burns all over my body. Yeah. Well, again, stop touching the pizzazz <laughs> when it's on and it's hot. It will cool itself off when it turns <laughs> itself off, ladies and gentlemen. Like, just, come on, let common sense prevail. But that's this team. You want common sense to prevail, but nothing about this is common sense. You're like, oh, common sense tells you they should go destroy Orlando. Oh, we're going to lose that? Oh, common sense tells you they should destroy the Rockets. Oh, we're going to lose that one? Oh, well, common sense tells you, man, they're going to lose to Milwaukee. Oh, they whooped their ass? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, it's, it's nothing common, no common sense about the team, man. But however they get there, they've got to get back to 500. However they get there, with, you know, losing to these bum teams and beating these great teams, however they do it, they have got to get back there, and they have time to do it. And I, I do like the fact that, that it feels like they've started gelling in the past few weeks, like understanding everybody, where everybody likes it, their rotations. I, we talked about earlier about Ayo finding out, you know, where he belongs in there. Hopefully this game triggers Patrick Williams to let him know where he belongs, which is anywhere he wants to be. You can do whatever you want, Patrick Williams. They will allow it because they are looking at you to be that dude. It is okay to do whatever you want to do. Please. There was one three that he hit that me and Joey at the same time like, yeah, he hesitated on that one. We were like, why are you hesitate? Why are you hesitate on dude, that one? But he hesitated. I think it was the first one though. he had. Or the, the catch and shoot he had in transition. Where oh. we were like, and he didn't hesitate. We were yes. like, yes. yes. That's the one he drew a foul on. Yes. And then sank all three free throws. Oh, Trey them things. Come on, Pat. Good things happen Come when you on. don't hesitate. Remember that in life, kids. Uh, Good things happen when you don't hesitate. Ryan, <laughs> our guy Ryan in the comments saying, ride that roller coaster, Pat. Yes. <laughs> the roller coaster of life. Whee! The roller coaster of being aggressive Whee! on a damn basketball court. That's right. Do that, Pat. Get mad at these bums out do here, that, man. Do that. Take them out. Do that, that, that. Tried to go dunk on them. Hold too. on. I'm sorry. Can I say something? Will Keys, you're, you're in the comments. You're upset that I'm talking bad about Kyrie. It sounds personal. Say it to his face. Yeah, I would say it to his face. If you're upset <laughs> that we have opinions about Kyrie during a game that he played in and you think we're going out and being personal and slandering him, 
Consider what how I felt when he made comments insinuating that the Holocaust was made up and didn't happen. It, I, you are eggplant bicycle for Kyrie <laughs> right now, buddy, and that's embarrassing. Eggplant bicycle. Eggplant bicycle for that, that should somebody be that's eggplant bicycle for Hitler. So whatever. That should be a shirt for you, sir. Eggplant bicycle should be a new shirt. Out here, just sorry. I, feel like just, I don't care. I'll, I'll, you want to talk about it? We could. I'm, we're not going to talk about it anymore. But that's Dude, no. That's I'm, whatever, I'm glad dude. you. Uh, step, I, I hadn't noticed that exchange going on in the comments. I'm glad you stepped in and said something. Uh, yeah, no, I clearly have not held my disdain uh, for Kyrie uh, and kept it any secret. Dude says lots of wild things. The most recent wild thing he said was insensitive and offensive as hell. I'm, you know, I'm, you know, it's it's annoying to to give him that attention, other than to make a joke about it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did somebody ask me to be P-Wheel's motivational speaker? Did I see that? Yes, that's Laura. She asked <laughs> Oh, my you, gosh. I would says, love that. She says, Big Dave, can you get hired to go around all day and scream at P-Wheel motivating things so it sticks? Yeah, absolutely. I can do that all damn day long when, I, when you need it. Let me know. Matter of fact, I want Daylon Terry there because I want Daylon to hear it too so when he, next year starts, yeah. he can start screaming these things at people, man. I've, I've got a Matt wait. Foley outfit if you need to borrow it. <laughs> Of course you do. <laughs> I'm a motivational speaker. It's hard to average 20 points a game <laughs> when you're living in a van down by the river. <laughs> he has practiced this many a day. I'm, I'm deaf now. Do you even know? You know what that is, though, right, Joey? Yeah, that's Chris Farley. Just making sure. I'm just making sure, bro. Just making sure. I'm pretty sure he on that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I can do that. I can go do that. I would do that for you. Anybody who needs me. To get motivational things at them, I got your back. Let me know. I will happily say it to you, man. I do it all the time. Matt gets it even when he doesn't even want it. True, <laughs> True story. Uh, we got to take another break here. Hopefully, we'll hear from the GOAT on the other side of the break. Hit that thumbs up button while we're reading y'all some ads. Big Dave. Yo. Joey. Big Dave, they never understood. They never get it, Joey. <laughs> They just don't get it. Never understood. They just don't get it. Why don't they get it? Oh, oh, Shady Rays was upset. Said, why? My mama, why? Why are these so glasses so expensive? So Shady Rays said, we're going to set out to change some things. They said, we are going to give you those premium polarized shades featuring that world-class optical clarity, that sustainable durability. And styles cater to everyone in every lifestyle. Atay. Yes. That is Shady Rays, ladies and gentlemen. You ain't got to break the bait to get your quality sunglasses in the fall, winter, spring, whenever. Shady Rays has got you covered. Also, see this man right here looking cool right there? Those are Shady Rays on his face. He's got a protection plan named after him. It's called the Matt Peck Lost and Broken Replacements Plan. Whereas... If his glasses on that hat that he just tossed right there into the hat graveyard that was in full effect the other day. If you had saw that, congratulations. <laughs> if you lose or you break those shades, day one, Shady Rays will send you a brand new pair. No questions asked, ladies and gentlemen. Also, Shady Rays provides 10 meals to fight hunger in America with every order placed and have donated over 20 million meals to date. All right? That is amazing stuff. So, exclusively for you beautiful listeners out there, Shady Rays is running the deepest deal of the season. Use that code CHGO for 50% off of two or more pairs at ShadyRays.com. Oh, that's about one. Get one free. What they call that shade pack? BOGO. That's a BOGO for the Lolo. For the Fofo. For show show. Redeem only at ShadyRays.com where you can find all that newest and best shades because the Shady Rays or the Rays are just oh, so damn shady. So damn shady. So damn shady. Uh, you know what else is shady? What's that? Chicago in the wintertime. Got that right. Sun doesn't shine a lot mm -mm. this time of year. Mm -mm. You know, you need to keep warm. What better way to keep warm with the amazing products available in all kinds of styles, repping all of your Chicago teams mm. at Foco.com. Mm -hmm. Chicago, you've got the best coverage for your favorite Chicago sports teams. That's CHGO. So get fitted out with the best sports gear around. Yes. FOCO has you covered from Soldier Field to the Madhouse, the living room to the bar, north side to the south side. Get decked out with hoodies, slippers, signs, bobbleheads, and everything in between. Mm. 
the leaders in sports, merch, and collectibles, FOCO. If you're looking for the perfect gift for the football fan in your life, the holiday might be over, but the playoffs are right around the corner. Right there. You need new swag for the NFL playoff push. Yeah, you do. Get it for you or a friend or a loved one at FOCO.com. And if you go to FOCO.com right now, that's F-O-C-O.com, Click the link in the description below. Mm-hmm. For all non-presale items, when you check out with promo code CHGO, you will get 10% off your order. 10 of them things. 10% off all non-presale items with mm-hmm. promo code CHGO at FOCO.com. FOCO.com. Is it time, Matt? Uh, I time hope Time to so. hand that out? I think it is. Is it time to hand that out? I think out? it is. It's a W. It we are a w. in the winner's lounge. It is a W. You We're know what happens. Lounge. So you know what happens. It is time. I called that. Allow me the pleasure of introducing you to Blade Laser. Blazer. <laughs> Blazer. Goon of the night, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry, I like when I like coming into the show to do it and just see people automatically before we even start the show talking about Goon of the Night. Who's it gonna be? I love the it. People want to know that. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love that if y'all you love give it. Give a mouse a cookie. Yes. <laughs> it's gonna want to know who the goon of the night is. <laughs> That's Peck logic, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yes. Oh, man, Matt, sir, you, who is your goon of the night, sir? Well, you know, I, I was singing his praises earlier, mm. and I think I'm going to go with Derek Jones Jr. Ooh. I just really liked the minutes that he gave this team. Okay. Um, you know, we, we've seen Billy kind of go back and forth, and, and obviously some nights it's matchup dependent on who's getting minutes behind Vooch. Is it Drummond? Is it Derek Jones Jr.? Tonight, Billy went Derek Jones Jr., and I think it was the right call because his athleticism on the defensive end and his ridiculous acrobatic finishes rim rolling on the offensive end Mm, mm, were mm. both key to this game and the Bulls maintaining control of this game. And the ridiculous completion he had on that one and one lob, that that is goon shit. That is difficult goon shit. And so he gets my vote tonight. You know what else was? That block. No. That block was some super goon shit right there. Woo. That was amazing stuff. Joey, do you have, sir, a goon of the night? Mm. Take your time. It's tough. I know it is. It's really tough tonight. Like, Io's a great pick. Mm-hmm. Pat's such a good pick, too. That's a good pick. That's Pat's a good pick. such a good pick. I just, I just, uh, yeah, I guess I got to go with Pat because. Oh, okay. Aggressive Pat. Taking on the hardest assignment maybe in the league. Oh, that's a good point. And <laughs> that's a good I just, point. Uh, yeah, I think it was an impressive night for him. That's a very good point there, Joseph. Also, uh, trying to end, like I said, end the life of one of their players by dunking all over them. He did that as well. Uh, Goon of the night, ladies and gentlemen, goes to Marque, you're right again, baby. Ayo DeSumo! Oh, Mark got it right! Mark! We on the same page. That's two, Mark. You got two of them. Congratulations. Yes, Ayo DeSumo. When you block Kevin Durant and you are a guard and not just block him, but pin that shit right up against the backboard. That is Kevin Durant, ladies and gentlemen. He's going to the Hall of Damn Fame. He ain't no kind of joke. He dropped 44. But he ain't get 46. You know why? Because I opened that up against the board and said, no, sir, you cannot have any of this tonight. So Ayo DeSumo, sir, the warden, the W right here stands for warden. This is for you, sir. I am a warden, the warden. Oh, you like that? That's all good right there, what I just did. Proud of myself. Going to the night. Ayo DeSumo. Love that. Thank you, sir. Love that. Yes. He had a great game. He did. Absolutely had a great game. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was a joy, joy to watch. It really oh, was. My goodness. So All right, so, I mean, honestly, what, what to expect now? I mean, you know, we, we briefly mentioned the fact that the Bulls have the Sixers on deck here. Mm-hmm. Um, may or may not be with Joel Embiid, yeah. who has been balling out but sat out their game tonight. Uh, with a uh, foot soreness, I saw. Okay. So it it like nothing that so far has sounded like it would be a multiple game absence, but if he is out, it, I mean, you assume that benefits the Bulls. However, the Sixers' offense without Embiid tonight looked pretty darn good. Yeah. They went to OT with Indiana, ended up winning one twenty nine to one twenty six. But you know, without Embiid, 
the ball was moving around. They got big contributions from some of their other key guys. I like do the Bulls what kind of confidence do the Bulls need to have and can they have in themselves coming into this game against this team that they just have not figured out how to beat in years? They need to not what they need to not play the hero ball. Mm-hmm. And I think the way that they played tonight and and the way they played honestly against Cleveland, uh especially in that first half of of uh the last game is what they need to do more of. Uh and plus we also need to see what Caruso's deal is going to be. I need to know how is he okay? <laughs> you know what I mean? He went out very, very. Did early. not return with what the the Bulls PR called a sprained yeah. ankle. Yeah, that's never fun. Red flag. That's that's never fun at all. Never fun at all. So hopefully uh, he can get over that, and you know we can get him back out there because he's vitally important. So, but yeah, man, like James Harden has found his groove, like we thought he would, and you know Tyrese Maxey. When you don't have him beat on the floor, that's when Maxi kind of is like, okay, bet. Now I can go just shoot all day long. I got the green light, and he can score. That dude can definitely, definitely score, man. Um, P.J. Tucker has been weird because he's not been scoring, Mm-mm. but he's still Had zero points tonight. Okay, boom, boom, right there. Gooser. There it is. So he's, he hasn't been scoring, but he is still impactful, and he's still a dude you got to kind of worry about. You know what I mean? Even though it's a score, you're still like, well, he's on the baseline, right? Uh-oh. <laughs> Got to worry about it. But, yeah, man, like, they have been playing well. They have found their rhythm and have been playing much, much better. Uh, Montrez Harrow is back. I see he had 19-5 and five off the bench, which is ridiculous, man. So, Gorgie Nang Yang, Yang Yang, who's been playing well. Yang plays well. And Firkin Korkmaz, Bulls killer, Firkin Korkmaz. Always somebody the Bulls have to worry about. So they play them well because they play defense very well and they share the ball and they can actually shoot. And they have Joel Embiid. But like you said, even when he's not playing, they had Tony Bradley go crazy against the Bulls. I'll never forget that. That dude didn't miss a shot against the Bulls. He went crazy. So, yeah, they'll they'll have their hands full is the bottom line. But hopefully they can take what they have done in these past few weeks as far as what they've done offensively as a team – and defensively what they've done. Hopefully they can take those things and p- apply it to uh, this next game against Philly. Yeah, I mean, I I was expecting the Bulls to, you know, put forth an effort and maybe even win this game tonight because that's classic Bulls. Yeah. They let you down. Then the next day they say, not so fast. <laughs> we can play basketball. <laughs> so now it's like, okay, can they keep that together from this game until Friday? Yeah. Against another quality opponent, seven players in double figures with no Embiid tonight for the Sixers. Like, Oof. it's going to be tough to beat that team. Yeah, they're tough, man. Are the Bulls going to lay an egg because they feel good about themselves because they yeah. just beat the Nets? Yeah. Because anytime this Bulls team this season comes close to something to be considered even the outskirts of an accomplishment, mm-hmm. a modest accomplishment, the next game out, they lay a freaking egg. Yeah. It's true. When are we going to see that trend Stop. When are we going to see that trend change? And instead of, like, doing a 180 on an impressive performance like this and laying another egg, actually building on it. Because yeah. we've asked that question a million times. Well, not a million times. How many wins do the Bulls have? 17, 18? After every one of them. Can they build off of this? Yeah. And it seems like every time so far this season, other than that brief three-game winning streak they had around the holidays, the answer's been no. True, and that's their only three-game winning streak of the season as well. So, yeah, man, it's just been awfully tough for the Bulls, you know, to get on track. But, again, like I'm saying, they're playing good teams now. <laughs> their record is good against these good teams, man. So, hopefully they get to it, man. There he is. Is that the logo? Oh, it's, uh, it's go talk time. Hey, by the way, Nicholas, and in the comments, no comment. Uh, <laughs> interpret that as you will. What's going on? William, the GOAT Gottlieb, joins us from the United Center. Follow him on Twitter at Will underscore Gottlieb. What's up, William? Classic Bulls. I like that you just said, is that the logo? I feel like Jerry West. You can call me the logo from now on. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, this is the uh, result you expected tonight, right? Just as we all start to once again assume that the Bulls are dead and terrible and can't play basketball, they beat the hottest team in the NBA. They listening to him. I have to. I have to. Adult. Nick Friedel, who's sitting over there doing his work, he called it. He said, "Bulls are going to win this game. The Nets' streak is going to be over. 
and it is just such a bolt. Like the season has just been full of this exact game, games that you just they're not supposed to win, they're not going to win, but sometimes they just win these stupid games, and that's kind of what happened. No, oh, let me let me win. let me bring you down from this joy. Oh, uh, right quick, Will. I don't want it to get all over joy. the place here. I just here. think it's hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> let me bring it down. Um, Patrick Williams in this in this game, sir. Uh, this is the best game I've, we've seen him play this year. Maybe your best game, period, you can argue. Forget the Minnesota game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because nobody was the out didn't there. didn't count. Right, yeah. exactly. But for the way he played tonight, 22 points and the seven rebounds, and was getting it done from the start of the game, uh, what did you see differently from him uh, up close? I've seen it the last couple games. Um, it just seems like there's more of an emphasis to get him, not necessarily like drawing up plays for him early in games, but just to, you know, put him in the flow of the offense to where he can make a read. And if that read is to go to the basket, great. If not, he can make a play out of it. Like we've seen some of the passes that he can make, but just like touching the ball where it's not just stand in the corner and wait, you know, for somebody to kick it out to you. Um, so I kind of asked Billy about that after the game, and, and he said, like, yes, Patrick has been in those situations a little bit more. I think it's by design, but it's not like, all right, Patrick, this play is drawn up for you. We're going to give you the ball. When you get the ball, you're going to shoot the ball, and that's how the play is going to go. Like Billy, Billy said, he does not subscribe to that, and I think that's, like, a good way to look at it. But I also think putting him more in situations where he can touch the ball, even if it's not a shot, just, like, getting a ball, making the, the pass to the next play, I think that's really important for him as he kind of navigates his way playing alongside these super ball dominant, you know, former all-stars. Um, speaking of the younger guys on this team stepping up, Will, our guy Io had a heck of a game as well. One of all five Bulls starters, double figure, 17. We were talking before you joined us about how it seemed like in this research of games, other than his catch the defense sleeping transition layups by himself, which are great and fun to see and impressive. He hadn't really been in the rhythm of this offense. It seemed like he was more in the rhythm of the offense as a team and their half court offense tonight, finding ways to score facilitate when he could. What did you make of IO's game? Yeah, he kind of carried him in the second half. I mean, I saw at one point Casey tweeted that the, the Zach and Damar had like three combined points through a quarter and a half of, of the second half. Um, DeMar kind of got, got going late, but Vooch, too, like, wasn't really producing very much in the way of points in the second half. It was really a lot of Patrick and a lot of Io. And, uh, I, I mean, that's, that's great to see. Like, that's the kind of thing that we talk about when we're, you know, asking for randomness and sustainability within the offense is, like, generating shots and points without falling back on DeMar mid-range jumpers, which, obviously, you go too late in games because that's what you – that's the best option. But uh, yeah, I mean, these guys are, are creating stuff through defense. Like Io was fantastic playing basically rim protector, um, getting steals, getting tip aways, and then getting out in transition. I thought his uh, game, as he always does a really good job of this, but like catching and attacking on the move, he does really, it's just like catching defense off guard and just getting all the way to the rim. Um, and then the jump shot was falling a little bit. So uh, he's had, I think, back-to-back 17-point games. Is that right? So he's, I mean, he's just looking a lot more confident. And with young players in general, they're going to have games where they get super hot. They're going to have stretches where they're looking really good. And then there's going to be times where they taper off a little bit. And I think we're, you know, we started on a high with IO. It, you know, went down a little bit, and now we're starting to creep back up. And so hopefully he can put together a stretch here, and the Bulls can put together a stretch here where they're looking a little bit better. Oh, Will, you are the resident king of the small ball here at CHGO, uh, and the Bulls definitely did a lot of that tonight, you know, especially because it was a matchup against the Nets, you know, who don't have a lot of size. Are the Bulls at their best when they're playing that small ball lineup, or is it still when – and I'm speaking of the bench – or is it still when Drummond and a guy like that is out there? I think it's pretty matchup-based. Billy kind of said as much after the game. Um, you know, he didn't want to go to Drummond too much just because the Nets go to that small lineup with Ben Simmons at the five. And so that's why Derek Jones played. Derek Jones, by the way, had a couple of really nice blocks. Like, I just thought he played very well. And that's just another added dynamic that you can go to with this pretty deep bench. Obviously, Caruso went out and, um, you know, there have been some injuries. Javante didn't play. But uh, to have different options like that, I think, is really important. Um, Vooch also, I thought, just, you know, 
talking about small ball, he he really took advantage of it. I thought he posted up Ben Simmons and scored a ton on him uh, and really exploited the fact that he's really more of a perimeter defender than a rim protector. Um, so I think it's just a, a nice dynamic to be able to go to. I think he used it matchup based and, you know, against the Sixers, I'm sure that will be heavy drumming minutes. Very true. Um, William, you were not here with us for pregame mm. when we made an announcement. Mm. What? Is, uh, I need to get your two cents now that it is officially official. We have told the people out there in Bulls Nation, <laughs> we are going to Paris, people. <laughs> I have a small bone to pick with Will, however, really? because in our Bulls Slack channel, we were talking about this trip, and we were talking about our accommodations while we're there. I know where we're going. Okay. And, Will, <laughs> I, I got to call you out in front of our viewers. You didn't want to share a room with me? Didn't want to share a bed with me? Don't want a spoon with me? What's the matter? I thought you were my special boy. <laughs> I think that there is the reason why. <laughs> I am not your special boy. That answered the question. Uh, also, by the way, you two are just so quick with it. All right, so this is how it went down. Dave threw in our Slack channel that this is the Airbnb we're going to. And, oh, by the way, I call the one single room and the single bed. And I was like, what? <laughs> I respect it, but I'm trying to have my own room. And same thing with the flights. We got our tickets, and then all of a sudden, Dave and Matt had just upgraded to the two most spacious seats on the plane and the only ones remaining and i'm stuck in the back slow slow down slow down slow down that's just we didn't do that slow down we did not do that we did not do first of all let me get that let me get the first part of that sir you know you know what i have to deal with sir that's the only reason i called (laughs) that single room right there because of what i have to deal with with my with my mom i was not disappointed i I respect it no that that was the real that's that's the main reason for it. Because you know me, Will. I, I would have been like, I'm gonna get, a, I'm just going to get a hotel room and just do it like that if I had to do that. You know what I'm saying? Because there's other more important things going on inside outside of CHGO. So that's the only reason I was on that like that. I respect it. I now, respect the second it. part, though, <laughs> about the seat, we ain't had nothing to do with that, bro. We had nothing to do with that at all. That's how it was given to right us. Up. That's, that's my truth. That's your truth. Well, your truth is a lie, and I don't want you to live in a lie. <laughs> I don't want you living a lie, brother. We hopefully, we had nothing we to can, do with uh, it. We can build some continuity on the, uh, on the trip. <laughs> yeah, you really hurt Peck, though. Peck was very, very hurt by this, man. Peck, was, Peck you know I love you. I know you do. <laughs> I just thought we had something special when we shared a room in Vegas, and I thought, you know, okay, here we go, round two. And Will was but like, here, "Here's the thing. I wanted I'll, to give somebody else the chance to bond with you in that mm, way. Yeah, <laughs> be your, to be your special boy. Sure, sure. Uh, well, nevertheless, we are all very oh, excited man. about our upcoming Paris trip. Will, I'm you, you can you this can sleep on the so floor if you don't want to share so a room. Croissants. Oh my gosh, all the croissants. Oh my god." I'm gonna I'm gonna like drink a lot of red wine between now and when we leave, so I can like yeah, gear go, up for it. We should it. go to a winery. Yeah, I'm down. Um, before we let you go, real will real quick, looking ahead to the Sixers game, we were talking about it before you hopped on. What do you expect from this Bulls team? Do you expect a letdown, or do you think that they can finally build off a quality win for the first time this season? I have come to the conclusion that I can no longer expect anything. There there are. You just can't do it. So I, I don't know. I also, is Embiid playing? I've heard conflicting reports. Yeah, we conflicting reports. Yeah, that's what we, we're hearing the same. We know he didn't play like, this one, so we don't know. I feel like they would win if he played but lose if he didn't because mm. that's like the most backwards, obvious answer. Sounds right. Like it, So it's, I'll probably get let down either way. <laughs> and let <laughs> – as long as your letdown leads to a Bulls win, I will take it. I will absolutely take it, sir. Done. Done deal. Yes. My man, dog. They got to get this. We got to get the victory, man. Have to. Have to get this victory. Have to. Would be extra special if they did so with Embiid on the floor. Sure. Because that would break. The Bulls broke a Nets winning streak tonight. Can they break their own losing streak mm-hmm. of forever against Joel Embiid? Forever. 
Literally forever. Literally forever. Against Joel Embiid. Since he's been in the league. Uh, everybody, make sure you're reading everything Will's writing for us at allchgo.com. Plus, of course, following him on Twitter for all of his insider Bulls updates. Will underscore Gottlieb. We are out of time. We will be back Friday for pregame. Front half of a Bulls back-to-back over the weekend. Bulls Sixers Friday night. For Will and Joey. And Big Dave, who is at Bow BWL Sports, I'm Peck, Bulls underscore Peck on Twitter. We are CHO underscore Bulls. And we Bulls are going. underscore Gottlieb. Joey, what are you? Add Joey Spathis, baby. Thank you very much. That's the correct. Race, the race to 1K continues. It race continues. to 1K. It does. Uh, thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us tonight, Bulls Nation. We appreciate you. We love you. Hit that thumbs up button before you head out of here. We will talk to you on Friday. See Red be good. Way to go, Pat and I. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>